Breathe in. Breathe out. If you're stressed and can't seem to find the off switch, should you fill your mind with something or nothing at all? Fill your ears with today's podcast as we discuss the trend of mindfulness and whether it actually works, as well as what you can do to unwind at the end of a busy semester. Hello and welcome to How Would You Know, the podcast where we ask the big questions of the people who actually know. I'd like to begin today's podcast by acknowledging the traditional owners of these lands, the Jagera, Yugara, and Ugarabal peoples of Ipswich and Springfield, where this podcast is recorded as keepers of ancient knowledge and whose customs and cultures continue to nurture this land. I also pay respect to elders, past, present, and future. Today, I am kicking my feet up, making a cup of tea, and taking it easy as I talk to my guest, Diana Kogel, from USQ's health and wellness team. Diana, so we can recap, what is stress? Yeah, Thomas, that's a really interesting question. So, first off, um, stress is a completely normal reaction that our mind and body makes in response to the demands and things that we face in our life. In fact, there's what's called good and bad stress. And um, it's interesting to look at Yerkes and Dodson's model of stress because they consider there's a direct relationship between our performance at doing things and our stress levels. So by that, I mean... If we used a scale of like 1 to 10, okay? So on that scale, if 1 is a little bit, 5 is moderate and 10 is extremely stressed, um, it can help us to measure our own levels of stress. So I'd ask you at the moment to think about what are my current levels of stress, okay? Have a think about that and where you are on that 1 to 10 basis. Because the research has found that... When we're at our highest, our optimal level of when we're working at our best, using our prefrontal cortex um, to do things, it's in the range of three to six. So that's what good stress is. is. When our stress levels rise above um, six into that seven to ten, then that's what's referred to as our bad stress. And that's when our performance at doing anything drops off. Okay. So this model shows that we need a certain amount of stress to do anything. So that's what's called um, using our fight, flight and freeze response. And it's a completely normal reaction that helps our um, mind and body work together so that we're producing the required amount of adrenaline and cortisol that we need to do things. And these are hormones that... Um, we need in order to anything to do anything. So stress is when our perception that our demands outweigh our ability to cope. So uh, we start thinking, okay, I'm I'm doing all right, but then I'm um, at level six, but then I'm going into that level of seven ten, and I'm in the bad stress. Okay, so yes, students are really busy people. However, it's not automatic that everyone is stressed out. To experience some stress is completely normal. And so sometimes I think stress can get a bit of a bad name. So managing our stress is very important. 
So if you're spending a lot of time in that 7 to 10, that bad stress zone, then this isn't good for your long-term health and well-being. Our breathing and our style of breathing can lower our stress levels. So we'll talk some more about styles of breathing very soon. So that background on whether there's um, what is stress and that there's good and bad stress um, is very important. And thinking about, well, what is my perception of my level of stress? It's really interesting that you say that. Yeah. I think that perception is something that's um, obviously, you know, I think people do go through stress every day. Mm. Um, do you find your job as a wellness educator uh, is to obviously help students um, who maybe, you know, are sort of having trouble dealing with that stress? Do you find people find it tough to acknowledge when they've moved from, say, a, a five or a six into a seven to ten? Yeah, I think so because we like to be in control of things and no one likes to feel really out of control because when we're in that out of control, we can very be, be very impulsive, angry, frustrated and it's a time when, when we could possibly not make the best decisions possible. So if you're sitting down to an exam and your stress levels go up into 7 to 10, you um, start feeling stressed and your ability to concentrate and answer a question may go out the window, okay? So we need to bring our stress levels back down into that 3 to 6 range so that you can concentrate on what is the question asking me and breaking it down. Um and after we've um, been doing that sort of thing for a, a long time, you know, we can build up um, a lot of stress and agitation in our body. So it's very important to um, be aware of those st stress levels. So something that I'd ask you all to think of at the moment is to reflect and think about what is important to me at the moment. As a strategy for managing stress. Okay? And that could be a very individual thing. Thomas may like doing some things and I may like doing some other things or there may be some things that, that we share but it's really a very individual thing about our um, what we like to do to manage our stress. So think about... What do you enjoy? What helps you chill? What helps you wind down and feel calm? Because our own health and well-being is important at all times. Okay, so you need to be recharging your batteries all of the time, even when you're busy. Because you count. Okay, if you break down, then there's flow-on effects to others. So your own self-care is important. So things like healthy eating, adequate hydration, sleep, exercise, connecting with others and your local community and environment, socialising with your friends, spending some quality time with family and doing those other life activities and some other things that you like are really important for us to be doing all of the time. I'd also like to recognise that some of our students are still studying, um, doing the summer semester courses, 
And of course, a lot of our students might have finished their academic studies for the year, but they may have work, family or other commitments to do, and they may not um, um, be getting any time off. Okay, so it's, I think it's important, no matter what we're doing, that we monitor our stress levels and that we include um, some activities for ourselves in that time period. Yeah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Definitely talking about, um, I guess, the the topic of this podcast, we were talking mm. a little bit about students who, you know, get to the end of the semester and they maybe need a break, but some mm-hmm. students don't get that sort of ability mm. to do that. And mm. so including tiny little bits of that, that bit you enjoy and the things that do actually calm you down mm. along the way will help not make it such a big stopping point once you do hit mm. the end of semester before you've got to start yeah. back up again. Brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I find the um, the perception very interesting too. I often find when we're recording these podcasts mm-hmm. that um, I, I guess I have a good level amount of stress when I come in and, and you know, I talk on uh, on the podcast and some guests kind of hit a very, uh, you know, like a much larger seven to ten sort of stress when they're behind a microphone. Mm, so exactly. it, I guess that's one clear mm. example of those differences in stress and how um, something that might be stressful for one student might not be for another. Mm, exactly. Yeah. And that... Um, experiencing a level of challenge and um, uh, feeling a level of stress is okay. It's when you spend too much time in the 7 to 10 area that it's not good for you. So, yeah, doing a podcast, you know, my stress levels would probably be on the 6 to maybe 7. Where are you, Thomas? Oh, let's call it a solid five. Solid five, great. (laughs) Okay. And as Thomas is making me laugh, my stress levels are coming down. Brilliant. Well, I'm doing my job right then. Okay. Let's um let's chat a little bit about some um I guess activities and things that people can mm-hmm. do. I'm yeah. I'm really keen to hear about those breathing exercises and also mm-hmm. about mindfulness, the big yeah. trend of 2017 yeah. that came through. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm I'm keen to hear. Does mindfulness work in your experience? And, and I guess how can students use that? Okay. Yeah. There's a couple of um um things there. I guess first off, I think. Organising your time so that you have a daily routine, which is going to include whatever activities you have to do, whether it's work, study, um, and then scheduling in some time to do some other things that you like is really important. You know, and, and challenge yourself to, to think what those, some of those sorts of things are. You know, I don't want to be prescriptive, but some ideas are, you know, might be hanging out with friends, family, reading for pleasure rather than for, you know, your academic studies. You know, they don't have to be things that are expensive or cost a lot of money or long to do, you know, go for a walk, swim, run, exercise, garden. You know, students talk about, you know, doing or starting a hobby or something that they've always thought about, they're wanting to do. Some people like to volunteer, so check out the Volunteer Queensland website. Um, You know, just sit and savour a cup of tea. Thomas is here having a cup of tea. Have a think about something that's not about work and not about um, writing an assignment. You know, it can be doing things like doing some stretching exercises. You know, watch a movie, a series, documentary, cartoons, you know, recordings, use social media, you know, um, go to a concert, watch a concert. 
um, play an enjoyable game, you know, play on the computer, whatever you like doing. You know, have a conversation with someone about things that are not about study. Talk with your friends and family about things that have been happening. You know, listen to music, you know, tell some jokes, watch some comedy um, or learn some new jokes. Um, Do something that you've wanted to do but you haven't had time to do it. You know, do some activities. It could be, you know, daytime, could be overnight or going away, could be camping, bushwalking, you know, doing games, writing, look into the free stuff. Um, You might want to visit the Art Gallery Museum, Botanic Gardens, look online for activities in your local area or for somewhere where you want to go. Enjoy the weather, the park, the garden. You know, and if you are studying, make time to do activities without having to worry about assignments doing. If you um, don't have something out of that <laughs> list to do, jeez. <laughs> now, the other parts of your question, mm. okay, because also there are students too who will be working or needing to find a job. So check out the accesshub.usq.edu um, website for vacancies and some job search tips. Um And look, I think if we are looking after ourselves and ensuring that um, we have a balanced lifestyle, then, you know, there's no set time. It's a very individual thing that it it will take you to get get you over, you know, um, a high-pressured time. Um, And in terms of mindfulness, look, we can spend our time thinking about our past or I should have done this during the semester, more study, whatever, or there's what's called the present moment um, where we're focused at the present moment, I'm talking to Thomas, or I can worry about the future and, um, you know, what if this happens? What if I don't pass? All those sorts of worries can go on in our head. Um, And I guess mindfulness is about acknowledging that worrying about the past and the future is actually being mindless of the present moment because you're worrying about the past and future and you're not allowing yourself time in the present moment, the here and now, to focus on what you need to do. So through the use of mindfulness techniques, you can anchor yourself in the present moment in the here and now and being aware of what's going on. And you can do this by focusing your attention on your breath. So you bring your focus onto your breathing. So you notice yourself breathing in and breathing out. Okay, so in the moment I'd invite you to focus on your breath in and then out. And we can count as we take a breath in, one, two, three. And on the breath out, let's count one, two, three, four, making the breath out longer. And let's do that a couple of times. Breathing in, one, two, three, and then out. One, two, three, four. In, one, two, three. And out, one, two, three, four. Now I'd invite you to ask yourself some questions. 
making use of our five senses. So this is a mindfulness exercise as well. I'd ask you to concentrate it on at the moment two things that you can see, hear, smell, taste and touch. Okay, so we'll go back over those. So have a think about what are two things I can see at the moment that I haven't really taken notice of in the room. Okay, what are two things that I haven't really noticed that I can hear at the moment? What are two smells that I haven't necessarily been aware of? What are two tastes? Okay. And then what are two things that you're touching that you haven't really been that aware of? It could just be, you know, the shirt, your shirt on your skin, you know, your socks on your feet, your feet touching the floor. Okay. By asking yourself those questions, you're in the current moment. You're being mindful and available to focus on the present moment. So mindfulness is about being able to anchor yourself in the present moment and turn your attention or bringing the attention away from all past worries, future worries and just being present and focusing then on what would I like to do? You know, it may be to do another relaxation exercise or it may be to think about, okay, what are the tasks of the day? What do I need to do? How do I break break those down? And if you can feel your stress levels rising above the six, use those breathing exercise and the, the use of the five senses to bring your stress levels back down. Brilliant. Well, hopefully everyone listening has been able to join in with those breathing uh, techniques and obviously um, have noticed all the things that they notice around the place. What I've noticed Mm -hmm. in the studio is the time and we are flat out of it. But before you go, I would love to hear where students can get more support. So say um, they are having a little bit of trouble winding down, whether it be during the semester or at the end of a busy semester, where should they go? Okay. Well, you can chat with any of the wellness educators. We will be here over the um, summer holiday period and semester three. So you can ring, email um, to set up a time. We can talk over the phone, face-to-face or via Zoom and our services are free. And we have lots of great online resources that are um, available on the USQ website. So if you head on to the USQ website and um, put in the um, search for counselling or health and wellbeing um, or careers and employment, then you can find out information about our services. The university will only be closed between Christmas and New Year. Otherwise, um, there'll be staff here to help you with those things. There's some great other online resources. There's a website called The Desk, 
www.ufmedia.org.au, which is a great one for university students, to access and you use your user USQ username and password to get in there. There's great resources at the reachout.com website and Smiling Minds has some great free mindfulness exercises that you can download as well. Brilliant. Well, I'm certainly feeling a lot less stressed. Uh, The only other one that I will plug from my end is, of course, the Headstrong Online Program. Uh, Current students who pay the student amenities fee are able to register for free. And um, that's a program that does uh, touch a little bit more on some of those things, uh, including the the presence of mind and, of course, that mindfulness as well. So uh, do make sure you head to social.usq.edu.au slash headstrong uh, to register or to learn more about that one. Well, look, we are flat out of time, but look, I really appreciate you coming in, Diana, and uh, sharing those tips. And hopefully the rest of our students are feeling a lot less stressed out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thanks very much, Thomas. And goodbye. Thank you. Well, for those who are now convinced that mindfulness could work for you, we have some great resources you can use. Search for mindfulness when you head to Social Hub. That's social.usq.edu.au. It's been a pleasure bringing you this podcast. And if there are any other myths you would like us to bust, be sure to let us know by using hashtag USQ podcast on social media or emailing social.media at usq.edu.au. My name is Tom, and now you know.